Uncle Javis rented a small room in the back of the trading post. Azira was able to wash up and change while her uncle inquired after the ship. She heard his footsteps returning and smoothed the deep rose fabric of her new sari. There were tiny flowers embroidered along the length and it gently draped her delicate figure. Matching slippers stood by the door and she glanced at her bare feet against the hard-packed dirt floor of the room. She had wanted to protest and argue and to beg her uncle to turn back the whole way to Madras, but she had numbly quieted her mind and hid her thoughts, even from herself. The time had come to be brave and face the world alone. She was a woman now, an Indian woman, an English woman. She didn't know which would win out, but she would not disgrace the memory of her father. Her uncle stepped into the room a moment later, but he was not alone. She found herself being introduced to a sturdy Englishwoman with steel-grey hair and an enormous green hat and matching gown. She had bright red cheeks and deep lines at the sides of her mouth. Asira curtsied politely as her father had shown her. This is Isabel Campbell, Uncle Haviz said in broken English. She is to make the journey with you. Mrs. Campbell, this is Lady Asira Coderre. My niece. I was told her name was Sarah. Isabel Campbell seemed to mutter to herself rather than speak to anyone directly. She tipped a slight curtsy and sniffed as she looked around the small room. Asira felt her eyes grow large as she glanced from her uncle to Mrs. Campbell. Lady? Sarah? My God, this will never do. She heard the man before he entered the room. She quickly turned pulling the scarf up and over her head. She cast her eyes down to the ground as the stranger entered behind Mrs. Campbell. She glimpsed his movements fleetingly as he took in the room in its entirety, including Uncle Haviz and Asira, down to her bare toes peeking out beneath her sari. This will never do, he said more quietly. He bowed to Uncle Haviz and introduced himself, his eyes wandering questioningly to her. I am the Duke of Fairmont, Braddock Weston, at your service. Duke, Haviz likewise bowed and seemed to take a step back in trepidation. May I introduce my niece? He put his arm around her and gently pushed her forward. Lady Hesira Coderre. The small room fairly hung with his words as the Duke, seemingly too stunned to speak, waited for her to raise her head. She stepped forward and her scarf, pinned beneath her uncle's hand at her back, slipped downward. Her pale blonde hair fell past her shoulders as she looked up with large blue eyes, heavily lined in coal. She curtsied low and raised her thick lashes to meet his gaze. In perfect English, with a slight inflection, she spoke. It is a great pleasure to meet you, Sir Weston, Duke of Fermont. She extended her hand and he stepped forward and bowed deeply to graze her hand with his lips. As he bent his head, she saw how fair his hair was, like her own. It was the first time she had met anyone who looked like herself. He rose, and she noticed green eyes and a square chin, with a dimple in the centre that deepened as he spoke. My lady, it is a great honour. Please call me Braddock, as we will soon be related. She shifted uncomfortably as he searched her face. As far back as she could remember, she had been stared at. She recovered her scarf and arranged it carefully across her hair, 
lifting her chin as she did, and staring defiantly back at the Duke. She knew she should remain silent, but through her small clenched teeth she uttered, We'll just see about that. His face grew dark as he looked down into the stormy depths of Asira's eyes. He took a controlled step toward her and caught her off guard with a lopsided grin. I'm sure you and my brother will get along fine once you get to know him. The Marchioness has made all the arrangements and she will fill you in when we arrive safely home. He bowed graciously. I'm off to finish some business. Prepare yourselves. You will be moving and staying at the Trafant Inn until our departure from India. He shook hands with her uncle before departing. As he turned, the rose-coloured slippers near the door caught his eye, and he absently glanced back at her feet and silently shook his head.